Good morning. It is August 10th. It's a gray morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. First, a public service announcement. COVID is still out there. COVID is spreading. COVID has made its way into the headquarters of your Indignity Morning Podcast, which is why we're running late today. I haven't got it myself yet, but the usual high-quality podcast microphone is in a quarantine zone, so apologies for any diminished sound quality. Wear a mask, and don't go breathing other people's air unless you have to. The news today is just an endless cascade of carnage, scandal, and horror. At least 36 people are dead in firestorms tearing through Maui, the historic town of Lahaina, a former capital of the Kingdom of Hawaii, seems to have been largely incinerated. 41 people drowned in the Strait of Sicily in another shipwreck of a boat full of migrants. 11 people, many of them tourists with disabilities, died in a house fire in France. And Fernando Villavicencio, one of the first-round presidential candidates in Ecuador, was assassinated outside a campaign event in Quito. That's on page A9 of the Times, probably because it broke too late to remake the paper but it's still a little jarring to find it on the inside after the page one story about Pinecrest, Florida's campaign to sterilize its feral peacocks. A worthy, entertaining, and enjoyable story, but a little bit out of register with everything else going on today. But sometimes that's how events go. Also on page one, Robbie Robertson of the band died, the Canadian musician who invented the genre of Americana. The feds searched Donald Trump's Twitter account, Joe Biden issued an executive order barring investment in certain parts of the Chinese technology sector. There's a health story about how extreme heat drives people to violent crime, aggression, suicide, homicide, and mental illness. And a relatively early installment of the Maui fire coverage. Inside the paper, Ron DeSantis suspended another prosecutor who had been elected in the Democratic jurisdiction, this time for the city of Orlando. The FBI gunned down a 75-year-old man in Utah who was reportedly heavily armed and had posted social media messages luridly threatening to indulge his fantasies of murdering various Democratic officials, including Joe Biden, who was on his way to Utah when the FBI showed up to try to make the arrest. And Senator Dianne Feinstein fell at her home and was taken to the hospital and then released. A spokesperson for the 90-year-old senator, the Times reports, described the incident as minor. And certainly there's no reason to suspect that anyone around Senator Dianne Feinstein would misrepresent the seriousness of any medical crises or other conditions. And after yet another unintentional publicity cycle of people blustering about the unfairness of what was to come, ProPublica has another look at Clarence Thomas's lavish lifestyle and the billionaires who pay for it all. The latest update to the ongoing tally is ProPublica writes at least 38 destination vacations, including a previously unreported voyage on a yacht around the Bahamas, 26 private jet flights, plus an additional eight by helicopter, a dozen VIP passes to professional and college sporting events, typically perched in the skybox, two stays at luxury resorts in Florida and Jamaica, and one standing invitation to an uber-exclusive golf club overlooking the Atlantic coast. The article goes on to say... While some of the hospitality, such as stays in personal homes, may not have required disclosure, Thomas appears to have violated the law by failing to disclose flights, yacht cruises, and expensive sports tickets, according to ethics experts. Here's a good time to recall that former New York Governor David Patterson 
was felled by a scandal over a single set of Yankees World Series tickets, but also a good time to recall that Rudy Giuliani reportedly used to have his security detail gather up armloads of Yankees merchandise and stuff it in the trunk of his car during the many, many times that he attended Yankees games for free, and also somehow along the way collected an entire World Series ring for himself. So it's not what you do, it's who's got your back. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And for pity's sake, wear a mask out there. It's bad. We'll talk again tomorrow.